Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives, all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. Did you ever notice sometimes when people come to God, all the stuff they built while they were sinners just evaporates when they come into the church or they come to Jesus? I watch testimonies of guys that, that say that all the time. You know, they go to prison and they lose everything, but they find God and they're really happy about it. They're not unhappy with their loss. They're happy with their loss because they realize they were building their own empire. See, the funny thing about religion is you could build one very carnal. You could feel real good about yourself if you're religious. You really can. You could think, I accomplished this. I do what I'm supposed to do. And bless God, I do it right. Please forgive me. That's a lack of revelation of yourself. Because when you get a revelation of Him and you, you start saying, I'm just glad to be here. There's a totally different thing that comes over you you're, the arrogance begins to diminish. Arrogance and pride are of a demonic root anyway. All the original sins came from pride. I will exalt myself above the stars of the north. I will be like the most high. I, I, I. When you get a revelation of who you really are in God, you change. You get all kind of humility because you realize what you're not. It's amazing. It's a much better life, by the way. Those of you who are afraid of that, I wouldn't be afraid of that. If you're going to trust yourself to anybody, God is perfect. It makes you less critical, more loving, and more kind because whoever has been forgiven much, love is a sign that you understand forgiveness. If you don't have love, you probably don't understand what you've been forgiven of. Something happens when you really get a revelation of your, how God forgave you. You just get humble. It's a natural. It's a, humility is a reaction to me to revelation. Everything's almost a reaction to revelation. But when you realize who you are, something happens, man. Because see... He said, don't compare yourself by the others, by yourselves. You've got to compare yourself to Jesus. And if you compare yourself to Jesus, you get a real good mirror. I've said this before. How many of you went to Kennywood and you remember those mirrors? One of them makes you fat, one makes you skinny, one makes you tall and all those things. I believe if you look at anything except the scripture, it's like those kind of mirrors. I think when you don't look at Scripture, you, you, you're, you, can, you fabricate what's right, and when you look in the mirror of your mind, you think you're great. But when you look into the perfect law of liberty, and you see who He is, you think, my God, I'm just glad to be here. I'm glad He didn't let my wife leave. I'm glad He didn't kill me. 
when I was on the drugs. I'm glad that I survived that financial stupid thing I did. I'm glad that he kept, you see the difference? You're just glad to be here. And that gratitude worked into the fabric of your soul makes you like him. Makes you like him. The Bible says, as he is, so are we in this world. That's the kind of guy God can use. Somebody who's allowed that to happen and not defended themselves, but allowed them to say, I'm a man of unclean lips and I'm undone, God. What can you do with this? Then you qualify for all the promises that he gave you when you didn't know yourself. See, God's so good, he puts the vision out there. Then he gives you the process to form the humility to do it. And if you don't know that, you, you keep spending your whole life in human effort trying to get there and you can't because it is a work of the Spirit to, to teach you what you don't know. It's a wonderful truth. It has a lot of pain sometimes, but I think losing everything is just as painful or worse, don't you? Whoever tries to keep his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel shall find it. So anyway, Paul considered it all done. He said that I might know him and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering. We're going to go down to verse 12. This is, it sounds like he don't know what he's talking about, but he really does. It sounds like he's flip-flopping. Not as though I already attained. Now in verse 11, he says that I might attain the resurrection. He says, I'm wanting to go somewhere, but I'm not there yet. Okay? You notice the only thing he wanted to attain was the resurrection. He didn't want to attain fame. He didn't want to attain things. He wanted to attain resurrection by, by forsaking all that he wanted. He was going to get what God had for him. Not as though I already attained. Either were already perfect. This is, this is a, an awareness of himself. But I follow after if that I may apprehend that which also I am apprehended of, Christ Jesus. It's a funny thing. When you chase God, he's the one that catches you. You think that you're trying to chase something, but God catches you. Your pursuit brings you in. Brethren, I count myself not to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, What's that? Everything. Your old life, all the stuff you did wrong. The best way to stay in your old life is to think about it. Best way to get out of it is to get rid of it. It's history. You can't fix it, right? Press forward. I, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth. Reaching forth means you've got to be facing the right way, right? Frontwards. You can't reach and then reach back. You've got to face here and reach forward under those things which are before. I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if anything, you be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. In other words, this comes by revelation. I always say you chase God till he catches you. And the best illustration I ever could think of was 
dating a woman. You, you chase her till she catches you. It's very similar to that to me. That's what it reminds me of is you chase somebody till they catch you. Paul said, I've been apprehended by that which I was trying to apprehend. How could you write that unless God helped you write that? I mean, how about Romans 5, 6, 7, and 8? I mean, it's phenomenal. His writings are phenomenal. The, he packs so much truth into such condensed things. So anyway, we're on a journey, okay? The creation shows he exists. Obviously, the Bible says there are things that are clearly seen. And he said that you, you made images to worship instead of me. Uh, just because you can see what he made doesn't mean you know who he is. There's a scripture for that, John 1.10. It says, he was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. So obviously, you can see all the things that God did and not know him. You know, knowing God is, is a process, and I believe this, it, this, the cross isn't preached much, but the more you die, the more you know him. The cross is directly related to how much revelation you have. You realize you have to die to what you think to receive what he has. You were shaped by all your experiences, right? All the abuse you got, all the things that were, weren't right in your life or right. You were shaped in iniquity. You were shaped in things that were not good. So you, you have a distorted image of God. And it takes a lifetime for your mind to get renewed to how he really sees you as a son or daughter. If you're still talking about being an orphan, you don't have a revelation that you got adopted. You can talk to people that have adopted people. It takes years for them to feel as though they're a part of the family. And to be honest with you, no matter how good much you buy or how much you do or you put them in the will and you do all those things, some of them still never get it that you fully engrafted them into the house. And let's face it, nothing's worse than somebody who turns on you after you give them everything. You know what? I've come to the conclusion that most people that don't get delivered from an orphan spirit are the most dangerous people there are. When people are abandoned, unless they get over their abandoned spirit or their orphan spirit, they need a high level of maintenance because they got all them leaks. And until you can plug the holes, but you see, sometime they just got to figure it out because what can you do? You put them in the will, you feed them, you clothe them, you bring them in the house, you do all those things. But if they still have an orphan mentality, they can't receive any of it. They don't see it as theirs. They see it as you're trying to treat them nice. You know what I mean by that? You're trying to flatter them or treat them nice. Then that makes resentment. Does it not? People patronize you, it makes resentment. So they, they need a revelation of who they are, right? It's, we're like that. I don't know about you. I mean, I had a hard time for a long time. God would give me something nice and I'd give it to somebody. I just had this thing that I just, I don't know what I thought. I just thought I don't deserve it or shouldn't have it. I don't know what my brain was, my brain wasn't right. God give me something. He gave me one thing I really liked and, and I sewed it. And I know that I, I, he got that for me and I didn't need to do that. But because I was dysfunctional, I sewed it instead of used it. 
And I equate it to not knowing who I am in Christ. I equate it to not knowing. This is a big deal. And if you remember in Malachi, in the end, Jeremy was hinting around it today, this morning. It says he'll return the hearts of the fathers back to the children. But he has to turn the hearts of the children to the fathers. It can't just be one way. The children got to get it to be able to receive it. You really are the sons and daughters of God. If you've been flaky, you're still his daughter and son. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.